Thank you, everybody, for tuning in today for Stay the Big. And today, my special guest comes from an undisclosed location because we don't want you guys going after her for autographs. But she is an author. She is a host of an amazing podcast herself. She is a peak performance coach, which will make this conversation very exciting. She's the one and only Tina Martz. Hey, Warner, how are you? I Thanks have never been me. better. I am so excited. I appreciate you wearing orange today because as everybody knows, orange is my theme. Orange is my brand. And thank you. Yeah, my, well, mine too. Uh, blue and orange. So. Blue and orange. Well, connected right away the first time we talked, so that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, that right. Yeah, for sure. Actually, yeah, I was uh, some of the one of the significance with oranges is uh, high energy. Is that right? And, yeah, it was my mom's favorite uh, color too. Yeah, that makes sense. That totally yeah. makes sense. It does. You know, and colors. Yeah, depending on what color you put on, it does change your mood. Very true. Yeah, it is. It is. Now I know you're uh, the host of a podcast. Can you tell us a little bit more about your podcast? Plug. Yeah, sure. It's uh, what's well, my it's. It's, I have a YouTube show and a podcast. It's the same show. One's audio, yeah. obviously, and one's video. It's called Transparent with Tina, and I interview entrepreneurs um, that share their stories of their struggles, how they found their purpose, like I said, struggles along the way, um, anything that can help other entrepreneurs out there because, you know, it's, it's completely different than working for somebody else. It's a lonely business. you got to okay. keep pushing yourself. and you know, any hacks that I can offer my audience, um, uh, I, th that, that's the reason I, I created the show. That I, I like that you said, uh, one of the things that I was just talking to a good buddy of mine and actually business partner of mine, and we were talking to him and they, they asked me this question and I want to ask you this question because I want to mm -hmm. hear how you would answer it. And their question was, do you ever feel in entrepreneurship that you fail daily? Fail daily? Yeah. That like every okay. day, just there's like a lot of things that are just incomplete. And that's like a daily thing. Yes. Inca I don't know if I feel like I fail daily. I have felt I have failed yearly. Um, but not getting everything done, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, which is why I now have, I'm building my team, which makes all the difference in the world yeah. because, you know, it is a lonely business. It's you yourself. You have to push yourself. I mean, if you have a team, you know, you can kind of converse and have, you know, like they say, two heads are better than one, yeah. you know, brain power just kind of keeps you going, you know? Uh, but it is, it's a, it's a lonely business, but you know, I, it's the only business for me. I, I just cannot work for somebody else. I have to have my own, you know, freedom and my schedule and, Let's face it. I'm just too stubborn and too bratty to do it yeah. anybody else's way except my way. No, I I think that may be a common theme with most entrepreneurs. I mean, I'm I tell people like I've had 10, 12 jobs and I've probably been fired 10, 12 times. And like, you probably, you know, whether not consciously, but probably subconsciously, you were looking to get fired, you know? Yeah. <laughs> facts yeah yeah, yeah. It's well you know it's interesting you know i just read because i you know i i mean i've been sharing recently that i have three different kinds of ADD. not one not two three but uh they were actually seeing people with add make very good entrepreneurs mm. so uh all you people with add out there you know all's not lost i mean <laughs> yeah i was like well it's good for something <laughs> yeah you're right it's a uh, it's i think the it's funny because i feel like 
most employers, they've this thought has crossed their mind. I'm better than my manager. Oh. Or. You, you, you mean the employee? Yeah, the employee. The higher up. The, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I th- and I think a lot of, you know, people just stay stuck because of, you know, the fear of, you know, this is, you know, I, I was talking about this not too long ago that, um, you know, back when I was growing up, that was, you know, your safety. You go work for a large company and, you know, you get your paycheck and that's safe. You know, now if you were to ask me that, I would say it's the least safe thing you could do, you know, because they can fire it at any time and, and they do. (laughs) And especially when you get older, you know, they can't, a lot of companies can be ageist or this or that. And, um, I, uh, I, uh, you know, so I, 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 I'm, I'm sure that a lot of people feel that way. And I'm going to take it one step further. I bet a lot of people, um, are afraid of that like if they do start outperforming their boss that they'll get fired so it's kind of like a catch-22 there yeah that's yeah you're right what so this leads me to this question what led you into entrepreneurship and becoming a peak performance coach yourself uh well i didn't think i was getting going into entrepreneurship at all i didn't even really know the word i mean it's funny because it's just like the last, I don't know if it's me, but the last couple of years, it's like entrepreneur, entrepreneur. Yeah. You know, if you were to ask me 10 years ago, I've been like, I, I never even used the word. It's not that yeah. I didn't know what it meant, but uh, what led me into life coaching was all my prior experience um, in my life. And um, it's, it's interesting. I mean, we'll get back to the here comes my ADD. Uh, <laughs> I just read Evan Carmichael's book uh, not too long ago called Built to Serve. And he explains it beautifully uh, that, you know, it's your who, your how, and your why. And, like, why do you do what you do, right? right? And he says, if you trace it back to childhood, okay, if there was something that was really painful for you that you overcame, there's a good chance that's your purpose. And that's what we get into. And having said that, that's my answer. So I was very um, afraid and lonely growing up. I you know, my father, uh, I don't like to say anybody makes me feel this way yeah. because ultimately we make ourselves feel that way. But it was like the message was I wasn't good enough. Mm-hmm. So I felt very afraid, very insecure um, of, uh, of my ability to make anything of myself. And um, then once I found metaphysics, you know, I things started rolling along for me. I started applying the principles. And my life started to change and I started to become more aware of myself and that actually I did have abilities and talents in this. Now it took me years after I started scratching the surface. Yeah. This did not happen overnight at all. Um, but what I found, what I, I, I said, you know what? I want to help people. I want to help people like me because I don't want anybody going through the pain that I went through. Right. And back then there wasn't any internet, you know, if you were lucky and you had the money, you could go to a, a weekend seminar or things like that, or you could read up on it. But, you know, most people that are working nine to five, and maybe they have families or this or that, I mean, they don't have the luxury of time and they don't have the luxury of money. Now it's beautiful because you can go on the internet. So that's why I became um, a peak performance coach because I finally found like the secret sauce through the metaphysical um, principles. And man, I just want to share it with (laughs) everybody because I want everybody to feel like how I feel now, because right. I know I felt on the other side. Yeah, that's powerful. Now, 
obviously I, I, I'm not going to ask what are the secrets of, you know, the whole secret sauce, uh, I, you know, but what, what are key points to like, you know, when you talk about metaphysics, first of all, explain what metaphysics is. Cause for those of us that are out here, that's probably something new. I mean, fairly new to me. Well, it's very, you know, have you ever read the book, um, Thinking Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill? Yeah. I mean, all the, all the great thinkers, thought leaders, it's yeah. all basically what you think you become, hmm. you know, who you hang around with. You become. So it's cause and effect. If you don't like how your life is looking, you have to change the cause. So, you know, that whether that means changing friends, because, you know, you are who you, who you hang around, you are your habits. You know, if your health isn't good, you got to change that. You know, for me, it was just insecurity, not feeling good enough. So what I had to do was I, um, I had to get into action. Yeah. And um, you just have to override the, the emotions that are there in the forefront, which for me was insecurity. I'm no good. Nobody's going to like me. Fear of rejection um, was like, just move those right out of the way and just keep going. Because that one step in front of the other, those small, those steps is what brings you the confidence. It's not achieving the end result. Yeah. Do you know that? It's it's all the um, action in between is what um, creates the confidence. So for me, even though maybe I didn't hit a home run that day, but I got done everything that I wanted to do and I stayed in action and I did everything to the best of my ability. To me, it was a home run. Yeah, that's powerful. That's and and I like how you answer that because it covers the first question, which was like, you know, sometimes, like in 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 a daily as a business owner, sometimes there's a lot of things that you didn't complete, but you did you did a lot for that day. Right, right. And I think that's powerful to understand because I think that's the difference between having a, a tight schedule and having a to do list. Right. It's that in in, yeah. in a tight schedule, you give yourself time to work on some stuff, but there's a, there's that compound effect over a week span. Whereas a, whereas a to-do list, it's just like, it's everything is done till completion and you don't advance as much. Um, exactly. Exactly. You know, and here's the thing, you know, I, I haven't met one person that, well, maybe one, <laughs> <laughs> but most people, you know, they never stop and give themselves credit for what they have done. They're always looking at the one thing they haven't done or <laughs> yeah. the one thing where they screwed up. You yeah. know, they might have done 500 things right and they did a half a thing wrong and the focus goes there, yeah. you know, and, and that, again, is a habit, okay? So we have to recognize that. And, you know, self-criticism has never helped any. Beating yourself up does not help in any shape, way, or form, right. you know? It's, it's constantly... You know, maybe you could have done something better. That's great. Yeah. Nothing's ever a failure if you learn from it, right? So, you know, that's why with my clients, time management is like on the top of the list. Now, I don't have enough time in my time management, and then things get in the way. Um, so time blocking is really, really a good thing. I mean, you know, don't be such a stickler that if, you know, things switch up during the day. But yeah. what I like about time blocking, like you kind of said, was at the end of the day, you look at your list, you know, you check marks by the list, and you can go, wow, I, I did a lot. Because yeah. if you're anything like how I used to be, I'm getting a lot better, I feel like I didn't do anything. But looking <laughs> at that, now I can, you know, I'm like, I didn't really do anything. But when you look at the list and you see all the check marks, yeah. you actually did. Yeah. And then I take it a step further and say, take five minutes. 
and mm. celebrate yourself yeah. for doing so well, you know, because otherwise we're just like machines, you yeah. know, and that's where, um, you know, your body, your mind, body, and spirit is just not going to happen because we're not machines. No, that's, that's, that's really good. Cause I, you're right. Like I've, I've hit those points in my business at times where it's just like, I'll reach the end of the day and I don't celebrate it. I'm just beating up myself for the one thing I didn't do when mm -hmm. it's just like, man, you ran all these appointments, you know, you, 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 you help the team building and all the other stuff. And you overlook those things for the one thing, the one small component that was just, sometimes it's not even the most vital component of your day. No, it's just a way of not appreciating yourself and you know valentine's day is coming up and i I've, i wrote another book too called intimacy into you and me i see and i'm just going to throw this out there right now because it applies to your relationships too you know um especially with covid and everybody being locked down together i've been hearing like um the divorce rate is going up and everything else you know my older brother told me a long 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 time ago he said tina you can always find something you don't like about the person the key yeah. is Focus on the things you do like about them because we do that in our relationships too, whether yeah. romantic or work. You know, how many times are we complaining about that person for one thing? Where how many things have they done correctly, right? Yeah. So you just use it in every area of your life, not just with yourself, but you know, with every person around you. That's powerful. Now, I I, I gotta ask, like, so where where does I hear this word a lot with entrepreneurs or new business owners or people that try to give advice. And it's this idea of finding balance. My personal opinion on balance is that it doesn't exist, but I'm curious to hear your opinion on it. Balance doesn't exist. And, and I just feel like when you're in the, in the run of things, you're in the rut of it, if you will. And you're just going, it's, it's, I don't think, I don't think there is a balance because you're, you got to sacrifice. There's always going to be a sacrifice. That's, that's, that's how I see it. So I'm, I'm curious to see what's your thoughts on how balance looks like an entrepreneurship. You're, you're not going to like me for this, but no, um, it's not about a like or nice. No, is it, let let me tell you something. If yeah. you think that, then you're always right. Yeah, for sure. And what I mean by that is you, right there by saying that you just created your reality, right? Anything is possible, you know, as, as, as long as you feel like it's possible. Right. I, mean, I remember when my son uh, but what does that mean is my question. What does balance mean? Balance means uh, whatever your what is whatever is valuable to you. Mm -hmm. So first of all, your mind, body, spirit. That's just you. Then there is outside of you, which is your family, your friends, you know, your environment, your responsibilities, things like that. So you, first things first, and we've been taught this backwards. It's like it's selfish to think of ourselves first. No, it's not. If, 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 if you're not together, you have nothing to offer to anybody else. Not, not your inner circle and definitely not your outer circle, right? So mind, body, spirit. I've, I've explained this as like a three-legged stool, okay? Right. If one of the legs comes is missing, what happens to the stool? Right. If put too much pressure on the other three legs, eventually it falls down. It doesn't, it doesn't work, right? So I – and I'm so glad you asked this question because – it is probably the most important thing that we need to focus on in our life and probably the most difficult. You know, we like to live in absolutes. Um, it's, we're all right and he's all wrong or she's all right. And he's all, you know, it's like, how about somewhere in the middle? Right. There'd be a lot less war. You know what I'm saying? Living in absolutes actually can terrify you. So 
sustain and balance is kind of going what I like to do at this point in my life. It's like I like to, if I'm in question about something or I'm getting triggered and I want to go one way and I want an absolute, I kind of rise above myself and I say, be the observer, Tina. Because it's interesting, when you take yourself outside of yourself and you're not in the emotion of it, yeah. you know, you can see things more clearly. Just like when I'm coaching somebody, I can clearly see what's going on. Right. Where they're too close to it. But if they took a step back and were the observer, right, then they could see more of what's going on. So balance for is me that, is that is there so is there a difference from balance and perspective? Is there a difference between balance and perspective? Yeah, because I feel like that's more of a perspective thing than it would be a balance thing. Well, it's to create it's the, the, the perspective by by stepping out and becoming an observer. Yeah allows you to remain more in balance okay. because you see what I'm saying? Because yeah. I, I, um, I can get out of balance like that. If I let my emotions get to me, I'm a, I'm, I'm not a fire sign, but I'm a very <laughs> fiery person. I'm a tiger yeah. Scorpio. Right. So, you know, there's, and that, and I fought that for the longest time. Yeah. Because I thought it was bad and everything else. Now I embrace it and I go, it's not for everybody. You know, it's the yin and the yang. Um, but for me to stay in balance, because what, what used to happen, I'll give you, tell, give you an example, what used to happen is I was not aware of that. I couldn't step outside my body. I'd get triggered and I'd run with it and it would, I, I'd create damage to myself, everybody around. And I got so far off the, out of balance. Then I'd yeah. have to put myself back in, which takes time. And the one thing that I was just saying the other day too, it's the one thing I do love about getting older is you start realizing you have less time. Mm. So I, I have less room for error. Yeah. So I, I don't get so triggered. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I try to, don't try, I don't let my clients use that word, so I don't use that. Mm. But I, I remain um, disciplined and yeah. focused on what I, I know what I need to do to yeah. stand back. I know what I need to eat. I know how much exercise I need. I know how much to feed my brain. I know now when to rest. I know now when to socialize. I know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, when you are in balance, it's like, that's the life that I feel God intended us to live. Right. Not just running around, miserable, thinking horrible thoughts, you know. Um, and like I said, I've been on both sides and my life keeps going that way. So now I have the tools to remind myself and get back into it. No, that's great. Um when you say you said a word that you, you you don't like to use and it's the word triggered and and i think that's a common word no the word i don't like to use is try oh sorry i, I thought you said I, the trigger yeah because try i i think people set themselves up for um failure honestly right. when you say i'll try it, because it's not even a word what does that mean you're either doing something you're not doing something right i'll try to do it yeah so uh, go ahead triggered yeah so 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 you mentioned about you know being triggered and and mm -hmm. there's 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 things that i put in place in my life to help me cope with those things mm -hmm. and 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 i'll explain i have this acronym that i learned from a friend and it's called rain and what happens is recognize the it the r is to recognize the emotion the mm -hmm. a is to acknowledge what the like acknowledge okay my energy just shifted I is to investigate what made my energy shift. And then N is most important. It's nurse it. Okay. Ooh, I'm mad. I love I'm that. frustrated. That's I'm this, I'm that. 
So when you are triggered, what are things that you coach people through with helping them set up these disciplines or habits to not allow those emotions to get the better of them? Well, first of all, like you said, recognize that just because you're happy, first of all, you know that expression, you're never angry over what you think you're angry over? <laughs> so let's say you're all of a sudden you're in a fight with your boyfriend and your girlfriend or whatever, and you get triggered. It's not usually what was just said. It was yeah. probably something that is very a painful wound that happened in your childhood or your younger years that has not been healed. Yeah. So what we like to do when we get triggered and especially if we react on it, okay, and then we feel ashamed of ourselves. What we do is we turn further and further away from that acting like it's called, in my book, I call it your shadow self, your mm -hmm. shadow side. You know, it's all the stuff. It's, um, you know, it's very easy to embrace all the socially acceptable emotions and, and behaviors, right? But when you have one that's not socially acceptable, it's like we try and cut it off like it's not a part of us. Right. But all it's there for is to say, hey, this needs to be healed, right? So I say, you know, instead of turning away, because what you resist will persist, it, it's going to keep circling back around. It's going to yeah. keep circling back around until it's healed, right? So um, I thought I love that rain. You're going to have to send that to me. Because the rain, that, yeah, I'll definitely. That's pretty I'll much, yeah, it's recognizing it and then going, it's it's here for a reason. And, it, and, the, and the more that you nurture it, as you said, it'll calm down yeah and then your triggers won't be so strong yeah for sure you you i, I like that you said my my mentor always taught me this he goes hurt people will always hurt people yeah and it's not that you triggered them they already came from a place of pain exactly. so just anything would have bothered like it was it's just it's kind of like the straw that broke the camel's back right it's not the well, straw. You know, and I'm glad that you brought that up because I think especially now with everything that's going on, um, I think people need to remember that. When people behave badly, yeah. okay, you know, instead of going, oh, that person's such an asshole or, you know what I mean? It's like <laughs> they may have behaved that way, but you got to, if you would just stop and think and say that person's got to be hurting. Because people that are not yeah. hurt, people that are happy, do not behave that way. I mean, yeah. that's just simple math, isn't it? It's a, I, so my word of the year this year is gratitude. And the one thing I learned, my, the biggest lesson that that word has taught me is you cannot, <laughs> you cannot go around littering. You cannot go around the world littering and wonder why your life is trashy. Right. And the one <laughs> thing about gratitude is that yeah. you're not littering. It's just, it's, it's just, I'm, I'm grateful for this person in my life. So I see their strength as opposed to just looking at their weaknesses. And, and anyways, where I'm going with this is when you come from a heart of gratitude, like you just said, when someone's happy or grateful, it's mm -hmm. very, very difficult for that to stem hatred. Oh yeah. It's very, very difficult from, for that to stem pain. And so, yeah, it's, it's, it's important to, to kind of, I, I don't want to say tippy toe that line, but it's important to stay in that, in that, in that, in that space of gratitude and and it's like affirmations for me were one of the, something i thought was super cheesy when i first started doing it i used to hate affirmations but mm -hmm. what i did is i just changed it and i just made it a part of my language mm -hmm. so like mm -hmm. i go around literally every day oh my god nice shirt i like those nails oh my god that's a beautiful smile it like it's so a part of my day now 
where yeah. my subconscious is now like well, the neurotransmitters, right? The it's pathways been, are just reprogrammed. Yeah, yeah they're programmed. The point of the affirmations, if you see, if you write it down enough times and you see it, you know your brain isn't just a computer. It's yeah. gonna, it's gonna, whatever you feed it, it's going to absorb. And you know, whatever your thoughts become, your emotions and your 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 behaviors are all dictated by your emotions. Right. Right. So how do you change your emotions? You change your thoughts, right? So it's 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 simple, but it's not easy, yeah. right? Yeah. It's simple, but it's not easy. But let me tell you something. Anything that you do, it gets easier and easier and easier. And you know, listen, you just cannot move forward and have the life that you dream of, and and not do the work. I'm yeah. sorry. That, that's that's the. But you know what? It doesn't even feel like work um, after a while. When you the more consistent you get with it, like. I don't, it's not painful for me to get up and do my morning routine now. Yeah. You know, it's not pain. I just like move throughout my day. Like it's just, I, I'm in, in a flow now. Yeah. Right. I just flow from one thing to the next instead of going, oh, now I got to do this. Yeah. Now I got to do that. And that was really coming from, I think, fear. I know that um, sounds kind of weird. It was like, like I was always racing to the end of the day. Yeah. Because I had this underlying anxiety, like, what if I do it wrong? Or, you know, I don't want to do this. And I'm thinking, and then I, I kept rewinding the tape, going, why was I like that? And it really boiled down to fear. It yeah. felt like I'm not going to make it on time. I'm not going to look a certain way. This mm. is what's going to come out of my mouth is not going to be right. Do you know what I mean? I, this person's not going to appreciate me. This person's going to fire me. I mean, all these ifs. Yeah. It's like you just clear that, you know, and that's what the morning routine and that's what you know. That's what the morning routine does. It gets rid of all that negative. Mm -hmm. It still jumps in there. But now I'm just like, get the hell out of here. Get <laughs> lost. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 That's awesome. Speaking of simple but definitely not easy, you're an author of multiple books. Mm -hmm. I can't even fathom writing an email, much less writing a book. Talk to us. How was that process? Yeah, what, what inspired you to write a book? book? Either. My first book took me years to write. <laughs> <laughs> I kid you not. I think I shared that with you. But yeah, um, I didn't realize I was writing a book. You know, um, Warner, do you believe... Uh, uh, this is going to sound strange, but I did not choose my life. Mm. I mean, what I had in my head when I was younger, like growing up when I was a kid, I always thought I would, uh, I loved animals. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like I had so many animals. My dad had to like add on to our already tremendous house to put an extra room in there because I had so many animals. So I always thought I would be like on a farm with horses and this and that. Um, as, as I mentioned earlier, I was very insecure. Uh, the last thing I would ever want to do is be on camera. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, that forget or write a book or, or, or how about bring attention to myself, yeah. right? But God had a different plan for me. It was like, you're going to be a messenger. That's all I am. I'm a messenger. So when I uh, wrote my first book, I thought it was just journaling. Honestly, I thought it was journaling. And then you know how you get that whisper in your ear, you know, intuition, whatever you want to call it. It's like God's whisper. It was just like, well, why don't you just start organizing this, right? Organize this. But the reason it took me eight years is because I had those two voices, the devil and God. You can't do that. You didn't graduate college. You're going to write a book now? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Go for the real job. You don't have any money. 
Whatever those are. <laughs> I write this in my book. It's true. But um, and then the difference between that, the first book, and the second book, I was practicing my own principles, and I know now. When you ask, I'm going to go back to a question you asked me earlier about being a coach and 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 being an author. Uh, I heard somebody say this too about their own profession recently, and it's so true for me. I do this not to just help other people, but it keeps me on track. Yeah. If I was in a tech job or something like that, it'd be very easy for me to fall off the wagon, so to speak, yeah. and fall back into my insecurities and this and that. But coaching people, writing books, giving principles in the book of how to stay out of fear and, and into faith. I mean, I, what am I, a hypocrite or I'm a fraud or whatever if I don't do it myself? So. You know, the second book only took me four four months to write. I said, you know what? It's got to be done by this certain date, man. And it was out. And just to show you that what you think, you can realize For if sure. you put an power behind it. Yeah. That's powerful. That I, 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 there's a lot of, uh, for lack of a better term, badassery when it comes to writing a book. Just because I feel like it's it's much like a business where, where once once you're in it and you're building it or you're writing it or publishing it or getting it edited it's like it becomes a reality and then you have the end product right and it just mm -hmm. it's just like with anything you just got to add time to it right i could see you doing it and here's the thing warner you don't i thought it had to be perfect i thought i had to do everything the difference between the first and second book was i kept rewriting and rewriting and rewriting and draft after draft and then I found my editor, and then she edited finally when it was like not a lot to be edited, yeah. right? So I used her on my second book. I had the notes, I had what I want to say, and I said, here, <laughs> yeah. you do the rest, okay? Yeah. And that's, that's it, it's a learning curve. So if you have the idea and you're inspired to do that, you know, then, then go for it because it's, I feel like I was channeled. I mean, yeah. it's sit down with the book, and I'm telling you, my mom used to say, Tina, you're a writer, because I would write lyrics when I was trying to express my emotions. Yeah. You know, I never put them in music. But she'd say, Tina, you're a writer. Tina, you're like, you're out of your mind, mom. But, and, and, and you know, she's not with us anymore. It'd be interesting, because, uh, well, I'm sure she knows from up there. <laughs> oh, that's cute. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. Wanna, wanna, before before we before we end today's conversation it's uh mm -hmm. my favorite question it's my the it's one of the questions that i've always i literally ask myself at least probably two three times a day this this exact question and the question is uh well actually before i ask the question where can we find you where can we reach out to you oh okay um you can find me on youtube at tina marks m-a-r-x tv as in television that's my uh youtube channel and then Transparent with Tina is, um, you know, on Stitcher, on iTunes, pretty much any platform. So it's Transparent with Tina. And uh, if you want to get in touch with me, you can shoot me an uh, email, which is TV at gmail.com. Awesome. So the last question, Tina, it's uh, when it's all said and done, what do you want your legacy to be? Hmm. I want my legacy to, I want people to know no matter what you're up against, you can achieve anything you set your mind to, as long as you put the action behind it, you know, because 
I mean, I've said this, God is everything or God is nothing. And I, you know, I, I, I honestly, um, I, I, I surrender to um, God. And yeah. I believe that uh, that's what was missing in my younger years. I felt like I could do it all by myself. And I think that's why a lot of people are afraid and lonely. And I, if, if I have God, I have everything. And um, so, you know, if you have a strong faith, just believe in something. And, you know, if you know, you if you believe you can do it, then you can do it. And I want people to look at go, you know, she held on. I mean, yeah. for Oh, I, I, this is my fifth show. I, I won't keep, I, I just got to keep going to get the message out. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time. This was fun. Um, I really thank do appreciate you. you guys. Make sure you guys follow Tina as well on Instagram. What's your Instagram handle? Uh, Tina period marks and they are X. Yeah. Awesome. Send her DM guys, follow her. She has amazing content and look oh, forward okay. to staying connected. Perfect. Me too. All Look right. forward to having you on my show. Yes.